0: Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our Saturday Night Live Hangout. Um, We're excited to bring you the program that we are tonight with ACB Voting Task Force. So my name is Cassie Trasker. I'm a director for... PCB Next Generation Board of Directors, and I'm I'm also a co-chair for our programs committee. So if we could please stay muted, that way our presenters can um, have the floor to give us some really good information that we're looking forward to tonight. And there's also gonna be lots of opportunities for some questions. Um, So we'll leave that up to the voting task force to let us know when they're ready for some questions. Um, and at that time, we'll have you raise your hand. And I am going to pass it off now to my esteemed co chair of programs as well, Kristen, who is also our host for this evening. And she is going to go over all of the alty things that you need to know to be able to mute and unmute and raise your hand when that time comes.
2: So take it away, Kristen. Sure. Um, this is, this is uh, Kristen. I'm going to, um, if you want to mute, it's an unmute, it is Alt A. To raise on a PC, raise your hand will be Alt Y when that time comes on a Mac, it's command shift A. And if you want to raise your hand, it's option Y. If you are on the phone, it is star nine to raise your hand, star six to mute and unmute. And if you are on your app, you are going to access the more option on the lower right hand side of your screen to raise your hand and if you want to mute and unmute it's a toggle that's on the left of oh, your screen oh. voting task force it is yours now and you may unmute
3: thank you kristen so i guess i will go first uh, my name is matt Selm. i'm the of course first vice president of acb Next Generation, I want to thank everybody for giving up time on a holiday weekend to join us for this discussion uh, with us here on the voting task force is uh, our chair, Pat Sheehan, uh, Connie Sims, and Jeff Tom. And um, guys, I guess if just to kind of get us started um, for those that may be New, I'm sure it's all a bit of a curveball today. But for those that may be new in the ACB universe, if we could kind of have a brief discussion on how there's two parts of voting within ACB, and then we can kind of go into the timeline of how everything is going to work for
4: this year. So. Matt, that's a great idea, Mrs. Um, Connie. And um, Jeff, do you want to take that, or just Patrick? Sure. Patrick, no, it's, I, was gonna, gonna,
5: I was just say. gonna
0: recommend Jeff. Jeff, yeah. I was I gonna say. I was know. gonna say. I think. Oh, I think God. that's
4: up Jeff Sally. So let's, before, let's go for him.
0: <laughs> before I do that, I just want to say to all those of you out there in, in Next Gen Land that um, in Matt, you really have had an excellent representative, um, and not your only one, but an, it, Matt has been an excellent representative on the task force. I don't say that just to suck up to the guy, but because Matt tends to stretch our thinking, you know, we'll be thinking along in one direction, and all of a sudden Matt will come out and say, but what about this? And what about that? And he's consistently done that, And I think that, uh, I suspect that um, Matt will continue to have a real impact on how our culture continues to change as the years go by. So I do want to, you know, give a shout out to Matt for all that you've contributed over the last, you know, year and a half or whatever it's been. So um, after that... um, Historically, you know, we're, what, 60-something years old, and throughout our history, we have had two... When our Constitution was adopted, we wanted to have a split methodology of voting. Um, There are those that are voting individually under the Constitution, and those are people who have, up until now, really... Um, and and, and of course in a way last year, but historically you had to have been at the convention itself, at the convention site, to vote as an individual uh, and cast an individual vote. Um, But we also had what is called the delegate vote. And the delegate vote, um, its intent was sort of to represent all members of an affiliate. So you know, next gen has, let's say four people who were at convention and 23 people who were uh, unable to attend for whatever reason. And the delegate would have, um, a specified number of votes based on the size of the affiliate. And, um, that, uh, delegate would, could technically cast the delegate vote any way he or she chose. Different delegations have different methods of doing it. Um, there are a few delegations that use what's called the unit rule, which I've always hated, and I'll be quite blunt about it. Um, and that is that they've all that they say the way the majority votes is the way we're going to give all of our votes. So if the if the affiliate has twenty votes, all twenty votes goes to one candidate in the election or whatever. Or if it's a yes or no measure like a resolution, all 20 votes would go one way or the other. Other peop, other affiliates try to really, try to just count their votes based on the, the people who have been at the convention site, um, which essentially means that if you were at home, um, even though you were intended to be represented, you may not have been represented as well as you might otherwise like, but, but it's kind of hard to represent those people who are at home. And other affiliates have done sort of a, a pretty good job, especially in recent years of saying, okay, you know, we're going to count the, the way people vote at our convention from our affiliate through various mechanisms. We're also going to take, you know, cell phone calls or text messages or whatever from people who are not there. So th- basically we have this second voting method uh, of delegate votes. And, um, every affiliate, as I say, has different ways of, for the delegate to determine how to cast his or her delegate vote on behalf of the affiliate as a whole. Uh, the one thing that the other thing that's a little bit different with respect to the two types of votes is that with respect to the delegate vote, the Number of delegates you have is determined on. Well, I don't know. We have these various deadlines. I think it's, I think it goes by the date of February 15th, as I recall. Either that or it's March 31st. Anyway, March 31st. March 31st. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. um But with respect to, and so it, de- it depends on how many people you have in your affiliate on March 31st. However, with respect to whether an individual has the right to cast an individual vote, that date is 30 days prior to the opening date of the convention, which in this convention falls on May 23rd. And that's because um, under the DC code that under which we are um, incorporated, the date for uh, determining an individual having a right to vote, Has to be, you know, within that no no less than that 30-day period. So we calculate our individual votes, um, you know, up to a few days ago. Anybody who joined up until a few days ago would be able to have had an individual right to vote. So I think that's sufficient for the for your first question. I'll turn it back over to you, Matt. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yes.
3: And so, of course, now, you know, historically, to cast your individual vote, uh, you had to be in person at convention. And so, you know, as of last year, uh, we did pass an amendment to the ACB Constitution. that That is no longer the case every individual member will that's certified as of may 23rd in this case you know will have the right to cast an individual vote and then the affiliates will cast their vote and the affiliate vote is every major fraction of 25 votes so uh 30 if you certify 33 people for example that is two affiliate votes because 13 is the major fraction of 25 so this year acb next generation has four affiliate votes and uh you know we have well i guess last year is really our first year voting as an affiliate i do believe or no, maybe it's been two years now. Anyway, yeah, it's been two years. But, uh, you know, we've, well, no, last year was the first year because we didn't really vote on anything in 2020. So, you know, we did, um, you know, have our members uh, message their our delegate, and, you know, say, hey, here's how I'd like to vote on this election. And then we apportioned accordingly. Uh, once we receive that feedback. So, but I don't want to hold up any, any longer. Uh, I think we'll turn over. Connie, you can uh, I believe you're you're next on the dice unless Pat has something to kick in here. So
4: oh, Well, thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, we're still gonna we will still use you tonight, you know, so you're part of our team. Like I have to echo what Jeff said, because you have been an awesome part of this committee. So you keep us on track and I love the thinking outside the box. So just thank you for all you do. So you should all oh, be no, proud of uh, No, I, I appreciate it.
3: And we've got a great committee and Maria Christic is on there as well, representing Next Generation. So
4: yeah, but you do great. So um, I just want to give some timelines and then we'll move on to some more the important things. But so June 20th the convention actually starts virtually. And that will be, all that will be that night is the openings um, part June of 22nd, it. June Connie? June 20th, or, I'm sorry, June 22nd okay. is, yeah, I'm sorry. June 22nd is, I was looking at a different date, um, is the opening and that will be the reading of credentials and the opening of the convention. Going back to June 20th is the last day to register for the convention before you get to the convention if you need to, but that June 20th is actually the last day to register. Um, So the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, 25th, or basically the 23rd, 24th, 25th, is um, the virtual part of the convention. And on June 23rd is the dominating committee meets. Um, so each affiliate, Matt, do you want to talk about that? Or do you want me to? How the committee, nominating committee goes, works.
3: About the nominating committee? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you talk about that because I have not attended.
4: Uh, okay. Um, so I have not attended either, but the nominating committee. So each a member from each affiliate is represented on the nominating committee. So the doors open at six and the meeting will start at 630. So the times are all central time. Um, and this is the only meeting that is locked for ACB. So once, if you're late, you do not get in. Um, and they go around and they do the nominating um, For that. So you have the candidate pages that are up now. There's five positions, there's four candidates on the candidate pages, and three BOP that have um, announced their candidacy. There could be others, but that's the ones that have announced. So we will not know who comes out of nominating until July 2nd, the opening session in Omaha. Then on July 1st is the ACB board meeting all day. Then opening session is on the second. And then we start voting on the third. So we have voting the third, fourth and fifth, sixth um, in general session in the morning. And we'll have, um, we'll discuss about that a little bit more and we'll go back and explain some of this. And then seven on Thursday the 7th is business all day. And that will be any leftover voting, individual voting. Um, and then we will talk about resolutions. Um, then the 11th, 12th and 13th of July is what we call business week. And we'll be voting on resolutions and bylaws. And we'll have, we'll talk a lot about that also. So pat do you want to go ahead and talk about the first part of voting and then we'll let jeff talk about the resolutions
5: Uh, yeah we're going to give jeff the hard (laughs) part about how it's the process piece let me just let me let me go back i want to also uh thank the committee this is the second year of this committee voting task force and jeff and i have chaired and co-chaired this and this has been the best committee that i've ever run uh in acb we have we have about 14 people on the committee Everybody works hard. Everybody stays focused, and and it's just. And I think we've got a good work product. Last year, we brought you uh, remote voting. That I think that won by ninety six percent or something like that, and that was cool. But we did have some. We did have some to dos from the membership, and the membership to dos were um, they did not like the fact that the board was voting on all the resolutions, and they also wanted to take constitution and bylaws and make sure that that was um, back in the hands of the membership. So we had three things we needed to do this year. The first was to set it up so we could have a hybrid convention. And then we had to uh, come into um, and and develop a uh, a process for taking resolutions and uh, putting them uh, through the process of voting either on the floor or uh, as Connie called it, business week. And the same thing with Constitution. So we, we split it off into thirds. I, I had the easy part. Uh, Ray Campbell uh, and his team did the resolutions and John McCann and his team are doing constitutional bylaws. That's why you see now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Jeff can talk more about this, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, they're doing, uh, uh, they're doing uh, resolutions. And I think uh, every Thursday they're doing bylaws. But we have got it into a, uh, into a uh, process now where we will be able to hold hybrid elections. Um, and, and I'll have Jeff walk through that process, but we will also be able to process, the resolutions process will go back to the membership and constitutional and bylaws will go back to the membership. Now, <laughs> this is the first time we've done this. So I'm sure we're gonna have challenges. I'm sure some things will um, be, difficult, uh, things we didn't expect. But I think that we've got a good system. I've got the easy part this year because the voting system is exactly what we had last year. Vote now. So we're going to have access to that. Uh, Let's see. the. Help me out here, Connie. The ballots are going to be mailed out when?
4: They're going out on June 6th. will be mailed out. And then they will also be emailed out mm-hmm. on June 6th. Right. Um, and we I can tell you exactly how they're gonna look when you receive them. Because last year, I know that there was a lot of um, people thinking that they got the wrong code or they got the wrong email. So when you, when you get the re- email, um, the subject is gonna, on the email will let, la- will state s- ballot hyphen ACB unique voter code. Um, the from pers- from is going to be from ACB ballot code. So that's when you get that, you should get it on the 6th or the 7th. Make sure you look for that, that subject line in from. Go ahead. Sorry, and Bob. thank you.
5: No, no, that's fine. That's exactly what I wanted you to jump in. And, and particularly, look, that date is going to be important. So you can start to look for that coming in as email. Um, So the voting system is going to be identical to what we did last year. In other words, you're going to have your voting code, um, uh, which I used on the PC last year, and it was very easy. You will also have telephone access with with operators uh, that can assist folks, Um, and uh, it does support, same as last year, Android, iOS. Uh, let's see. I think those are all the formats. So, where so as Connie stated during the convention week, we are going to have eight elections, five board positions, and three BOP positions. Uh, we will also be um, at least um, the, uh, reading the constitution uh, amendments and of course the resolutions. And if they they pass, you know, by voice vote, that's going to be a good thing. I want Jeff to go through that because that's a, that's a little more complicated that piece, um, but I think that we are in pretty good shape with with respect to the voting process. Now, the other thing that we will have also, the voting last year, we tried to squish it into like an hour and a half, and we had 13, we had 13 contests last year, at least 13 positions. Uh, so it got to be kind of crazy. We spent a lot of time voting. This year, we're back down to what we usually have, which is eight. We are going to also have a voting what we're calling a voting precinct so that if someone has problems or issues getting there, doing their voting, they they can go to a separate room and get assistance from, and actually that's going to be what, ACB staff who's going to help them, particularly I think Nancy Marks Becker. So, and I think that room is going to be in the registration room. So we will be able to have uh, telephone access in there a PC is going to be in there. And of course, you'll, we can we can assist with uh, Android and iOS if you're having problems. Nancy can also, if you can't find your code, we'll be able to help you with that. And then lastly, um, before I turn it back to Matt, uh, I will say that we will be voting from, is it one o'clock to, s- nope. I'll get this, two to six, two to five? Two- Two to six central. Two to six. See, it's central stuff. that kills It's the people. individual yeah. vote. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now two mm-hmm. to six central. Oh, God. central's going to kill it's me. It's the individual vote. Yeah. Right. It's the individual. And, and that's the individual vote. And I'm going to have Jeff go through the process. But with the individual vote going from two o'clock to six o'clock, we're not going to have the same rush to get things done in the first half hour. So we will have a lot more time to do that individual vote. And then, of course the the affiliate vote can be done that evening and it'll um, be the next day and and yeah you can talk to your affiliate that evening and the vote will be cast the next day but uh, i think that did i miss anything on the on the voting piece
0: no maybe Uh, except to say that if you are dialing in on your smartphone or landline you Whether you use the operator assistance or the prompts, just remember you need to input your code. Whereas if you're using the computer or smartphone by using the link that you will be sent for each vote, you don't have to worry about your code because it's embedded in there. So you just tap on your link and vote. Link on the link and that's it. Yeah, that that's yeah.
5: I find that so much easier. The last thing, and Jeff, that's a good point. I know we all rushed to the phone last year in the first 30 minutes, and we had a problem with uh, vote now in that if all these people jumped to the phone and dialed in, you got dropped. Uh, They didn't have a queue that said, you know, you need to wait three minutes or four minutes or five minutes. So what we really want to tell, let people know is, look, you've got all this time. You've got four hours to vote. This is not you've got plenty of time to get this done so everyone doesn't have to rush in the first uh 30 minutes to get their vote like we did last year so i think it's going to be a lot easier Uh, um yes and and, send it uh, back to you
3: yeah no that's exactly what i was going to kick in jeff is uh you if if well if you're an acb next generation member, your email is on file you will get an email um and you know please save email just because it has your unique voter code but as the ballot is generated daily for that individual vote you'll get those emails too and you can just click on the link directly in that email and i mean just speaking for myself last year i just clicked on the link it popped open in safari i voted hit submit hit confirm done you know so it was uh Pretty straightforward, but for those that do need a telephonic option that is uh, available, like Pat said, and, you know, you can do that through their automated phone system, or you can wait and get assistance from an operator if needed. And so everyone is going to cast the individual vote through Vote Now, regardless of if you are uh, virtual or in person. And uh, yes, if you are in person in Omaha and you are having problems, you can go to the voting precinct at registration to get some assistance. So awesome. Uh, would would anybody be opposed to us kind of taking questions? Because we've covered a lot of territory.
5: No. The, the only other point. thing I would ask, uh, I would say, Matt, is that and I thought this was interesting is uh, uh, Nand, uh, members of the voting task force, because we sort of have a say in the voting. I mean, at least we've been involved in the voting. We won't be, we won't be uh, in the in the voting precinct. Uh, members of the voting task force, because we've we've sort of built this thing, so we don't we want to avoid conflict of interest. So you'll have Nancy and her staff, who have no say in any of the outcomes for the elections there. And I, I thought that was a good addition. Connie, I think you came up with that one or somebody asked that question.
4: I, I had someone, at, yeah, yeah, I had actually had someone, a member ask that question and I thought that was perfect
5: mm-hmm.
4: thing to yeah. ask and make sure that it was there. So I made sure that we mm-hmm. put that in the document and, and the document, hopefully everyone got yesterday. It was sent out on constant contact. If you have, um, the, um email if acb has your email then everyone received the what i call the cheat sheet um i sent it out to all the affiliate presidents first after the voting task force approved it so everyone should have the document that we kind of follow
0: yeah, except I think you, I don't know that you can call it a cheat sheet anymore. It's more like a cheat volume that's getting longer <laughs> That's, that's and longer. true. That, that's why. That's why
4: it's not in uh, dots and dashes. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> so Sharon's like, should I just put it on constant contact instead of dots and I Go for bo- go for it. <laughs> it's like, so. <laughs> I know we do have a hand, but I, I, and I, I know that we probably want it. The big thing is what Jeff's going to talk about, but I do know that not to take it away from Kristen, I'm sorry. But yeah, I think if we want to take a question or two before we get into the deep, heavy stuff.
3: Yeah, so uh, let's see, do we have any? Yeah, we else?
4: do have
2: one. Wesley. Thank you,
3: Kristen.
6: Yes, I want to know, like in a nominating committee meeting that starts just before the convention starts, the opportunity where individual ACB members are not on the nominating committee, can a can chance to go in there and somewhat influence how the nominating committee is going to nominate? Or can we only just observe No. 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 No to both.
0: As Connie no, no said, that's the yeah. only closed meeting that ACV holds, other than, say, a board executive session. But essentially, that committee is closed. So it's strictly nominating committee members only?
4: Mm
5: -hmm. yes yes And, and the way that also works a little bit different from what we do you they go through generally they'll say okay board of directors we got five board positions up if you look at what's on the board of publications uh list there you've got four and you actually have an open seat no one's running for that fifth seat so you'll put the you know the people who have put their names in you know they they have to find someone to nominate them and you can get a, have a first and a second nomination and they'll say if there are any other nominations for the floor for let's say seat one for a board and they'll go through. And if there's no other nominations, then that person gets voted in by acclamation. If there are uh, nominations against, let's say any of the candidates, then you it out. And what's interesting about nominating committee is all the states and affiliates are equal. Everyone gets one vote. So California or Florida, they don't get their 25 votes. So it's one person, one vote there. And then you come up with a slate of, uh, you come up with a slate of uh, of board positions and a slate for the, um, for the BOP. And that's what will get presented on the second uh, at the, uh, you know, opening session ceremony on the second. And then we will commence with um, with the election on the third. And of course, as, as Jeff will yeah. point out, the slate is there, but people can uh, nominate from the floor for candidates. But thinking about it, I mean, if, you know, if, if you know someone that is, would like to run, there's an open board position there already. No one's claimed it yet, so.
6: Okay, thank thank you very much. Sure. All right, Kristen, do we
3: have any other hands?
2: I don't see any other hands. I know someone raised one and then lowered it. So at this point, All I right, don't well, see a hand.
3: There, there will be other opportunities, so we'll go ahead and proceed forth um who's up
4: jeff i guess so
0: so we don't have john right on this call today nope
4: just okay so
0: so i'm gonna do separately because they're somewhat separate resolutions and constitutional amendments and it and it is rather complicated so you you just have to sort of uh, grin and bear it here for a little bit so um As Pat said, the membership was very clear that we didn't want to continue the practice of having the board pass resolutions at convention. This has always been what the membership does, and so it was time to make sure that it went back to the membership uh, under our new hybrid convention format. So the task force, which was led by Ray Campbell and Deb Kirk Lewis, and which had many folks on it, um, including the chair of the resolutions committee, Gabe Griffith, and, and I was on it as well, um, came up with a process that starts by recognizing the fact that we got to get things done early um, if we're going to make this work. So this year, and, and we were a little bit liberal on making exceptions, but this year for the first time we had a deadline uh, of May 1st. And, and in fact, we're going to have a constitutional amendment to set that deadline in stone. Um, I forget what it's going to be. I think it's going to be, I forget whether it's 45 or 60 days in advance, something like that, but, but it'll come before the membership for the future. And there'll be a, an exception for things that like last year we learned at the last minute about the Olympian who was precluded from participating in the Paralympics. And we had a resolution. So there'll be, there'll be exceptions, but um, if you couldn't have anticipated an issue coming up, but basically we are going to try to put in place, a uh, deadline for the submission of resolutions in the future. Then, we have already begun a process, which has now been going on for two or three weeks, of every Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, or evening, it's 7.30 in the evening, or 7 o'clock, depending upon when when we start, having resolute Eastern Time Of having um, meetings of the resolutions committee and going over certain resolutions and what the chair does is he uh, or she in this case it is a he of course uh, lets folks know about what resolutions are going to come up and make sure that the, the the drafter of the resolution the person who submitted it is notified so that they can come to the committee and uh talk to us about the resolution and if we have changes they can decide whether they agree to them or not every resolution that is submitted has to come to the floor of the convention unless the maker of the resolution the person that submitted it decides to withdraw it uh, so you know we can have various recommendations from the committee but we can't quash a resolution that somebody wants to bring forward so the goal is and this year we have a little bit over 30 as i recall but i'm not the numbers is not quite i'm not quite sure exactly what it is but the goal is to have all those resolutions um, debated in committee and finished in terms of uh, its convention form so that they can be sent out and read via uh, a verbal format so people can get an idea as to what those resolutions say before they come to the convention. Now we may hear an occasional resolution during the first few days of session. It's hard to say how all that is going to work, but the vast majority of the resolutions are going to come up on Thursday July 7th. Um, by that date, elections, uh, as we were just going through may or may not be finished, depending upon how many contested elections we have, because essentially we can only do one contested election a day. So we won't know that, but the bulk of the day on Thursday will be resolutions. We will debate them. We will take a voice vote on them. And let me describe what will happen. Well, two things could happen. First, somebody could propose an amendment and if to the resolution. Like maybe they want to change, you know, 25 to 35, whatever it was for whatever reason. And so there would be a voice vote on the amendment. If the, let's say the amendment passes, but either way, whether it passes or fails, Dan Spoon, the president, will say, okay, is there anybody, and Dan says, I, uh, oh, and, and a voice vote will basically be people in the convention hall first, you know, standing or raising their hands, and then people over Zoom uh, raising their hands for affirmatively and negatively. And Dan will say, okay, I conclude that the eyes have it and the amendment is passed. But then Dan will say, is there anybody that objects to the result? And if 25 people object and say, no, we don't think that it really passed for whatever reason, maybe it was really close or whatever, um, then there will be a roll call. And the roll call on that amendment will be July 11th. So let's say there are no amendments proposed. If they're not, the debate is finished, and, and and then we will go to a voice vote. And again, let's say Dan says okay. I rule that this resolution has passed. Again, Dan will ask, are there people that have that object to that don't agree that that was the result? And if there are 25 people that request it, there'll be a roll call on the main resolution. Now this roll call will not take place until July 13th, because if there are any amendments to resolutions that require a roll call, we have to deal with those first and we'll deal with those on July 11th. And then we will deal with those other ones, the the completed resolutions, on July 13th that require a roll call. So there may be none that have any of these situations where a roll call will be necessary, or there may be, you know, quite a few. We, we won't know. Um, but a roll call essentially will be, you know, individuals getting a ballot with all the resolutions that they need to vote on, or in the case of amendments, all the amendments that they need to vote on, Um, We won't, by the way, put on the ballot all the whereas clauses that you're used to hearing. You'll just get the resolves, keep it simple, and you will vote on it. And then later that same day, the roll call of the delegates will occur. And they will cast their votes. And they'll go right, Alabama will go right down the ballot. They They won't do one at a time. Alabama will say I vote yes on one and no on 17 and yes on 32 and then we'll go to uh, Alaska and Alaska will do their vote so um, that's the way it will be for resolutions constitutional bylaws is slightly different not too different but slightly different one major difference is in the Constitution you can't pass a constitutional amendment through a voice vote. It has to be done by a roll call vote. So, and the second thing that, that it was decided is we don't have time to debate during the in-person part of the convention, resolutions and any potential constitutional amendments. So here's the way we're going to deal with constitutional amendments. On July 11th, we are also going to well on july 7th there will be a first reading no debate or anything like that but a first reading of constitutional amendments then on the 11th after we're back home we will debate all the constitutional amendments and we can't have voice votes so we will debate them if anybody proposes an amendment to one of these, we will vote. We will take a roll call vote. Well, we'll we'll take a voice vote first on the amendment because we can do amendments by voice vote. If there's an objection in the same kind of a process we have for resolution amendments and we need a roll call, we will will have the roll call on amendments to these proposals on the 12th. Then on the 13th, the same day we vote on the final roll calls for resolutions, we will vote on all final constitutional amendment proposals because, as we said, we can't pass the amendment, constitutional amendment, and bylaw proposals by a voice vote. So that's probably as clear as mud, but it's as simple as I can make it. And we worry a little bit. Um, and, and Matt was one of the ones who brought this out, but I've heard it from members, we worry that this convention, you know, timeline is going to be lengthier than people are going to like, but we also have the problem of making sure we get things done without using the entire, um, hybrid part of the convention for voting on things. So we're going to learn this time how much people are willing to put up with this sort of lengthier type of convention, um, or whether they want to see some changes. And and I don't know what changes we will eventually adopt over the years to come, but you can almost bet your life on the fact that this culture that we have started to change based on the, desire for voting uh, remotely when you're not at convention and the need and the requirements of the DC code that require us to give everybody a chance to vote, that we are in a, in a state of flux and that our culture is going to change even more as years go on. So we will look to you to tell us how this system has worked for you how we can and how we can do it better so with that i've talked way too long so i will stop
4: no you didn't you did good like i said it's very confusing so that's why i'm so glad that jeff is here um matt what do you think
3: uh i mean i sit with this all day long have have we covered everything (laughs) now (laughs)
4: <laughs> um so do you want to talk about since it's your affiliate do you want to talk about how delegate vote i don't know if we've really talked about that or how you're going to have them get get a hold of you matt's or whoever your delegates we, are
3: yeah so i guess just kind of like i said earlier um members will message our Delegate directly, who is Amanda, and there will be an announcement coming out about that with more information. Um, you know, for the affiliate vote. So, again, the you know, we're with the elections piece, we're going to start until we have a contested election. Once we have a contested election, then the voting will begin. So, the um, you know, the affiliate vote. You know, first we'll have the individual vote during those those times from 2 to 6 central. And then I believe it is the next day we will do the affiliate vote for that, that election. And so, you know, you not only have an opportunity to cast your individual vote, but also to make your voice heard in how the affiliate votes are divided up amongst the candidates. So yeah, there will be more information coming out about that as for our members this time gets closer. And if you're members of your state or other special interest groups, you know, you may want to check with them to see what they're doing. Because like Jeff said earlier, there's not a standard process for collecting
0: that feedback.
4: Sounds good. Jeff, do you have anything else you want to add? Or do want to I don't think questions? so. I'd
0: rather, yeah, rather have questions and see where we fell short and where it's still confusing. To people. <laughs>
4: it sounds good to me, Kristen. Do you have any hands? Uh, Greg.
7: Well, I actually just wanted to take this time in the event. I'm I'm the elevator pitch guy. So, um, y- you know, you, we were just talking about membership in uh, ACB Next Generation. And me doing, um, you know, I'm the, uh, my name is Greg Wansnider. I'm the chair of the uh, Next Generation Public Relations Committee. And uh, thank you all for coming out tonight. I see we have 15 of you in the room as well as several, I'm sure, listening on ACB Media, uh, Next Generation is a great affiliate, and we have a lot of membership perks, and voting is one of them. And uh, we want you. We want to encourage you to uh, be a part of our chapter. Um, we want to encourage you to um, to join Next Gen. Uh, we have. Um, we're a group of uh, individuals and young professionals from 18 to 40. But if you're over 40 like me, for example, you can still join and benefit from, uh, from our organization. So how do you join, you might ask. That's a wonderful question. And um, that website to go to to learn more about membership and learn more about all the great things that we're doing. Um, is acbnextgeneration.org. That's acbnextgeneration.org. Or if you don't feel oh, comfortable with all that... I you know,
3: honey. Hold on. You can
7: email us at acbnextgen, that's acbnextgen, at gmail.com, and inquire about membership. And I just want to... Um, Thank you all for. Hold on, Charlotte. Hold on, Charlotte. Is, uh, $15 uh, per month, uh, per year, I should say. Whoa, $15 per year. And I like to say it's the best $15 that I spend all year. I mean, $15, that's less than a cup of coffee per month. So again, acbnextgeneration.org. You can be involved in one of our committees. You can um, be a part of ACB. You can vote in um, what the, like the wonderful things Jeff and Connie and Matt are talking about right now. So please join us and uh, become a member. And I want to thank you all uh, for being here tonight. So with that, Kristen, I will yield my time. To the next hand that as raised, but just remember, everybody, ACB Next Generation dot Thanks, Kristen.
2: Uh, Donald, how are you guys doing today? Um, oh, I'm, with you. I'm I'm a uh, I'm new to the member. I'm new to the ACB Next Generation um, affiliate. And I was wondering, um, how would I go about joining a committee? Because I want to do something for the next generation. I want to, I want to find something to in the ACB. And uh, I was wondering, how would you go about joining a committee? Do you have to get to know people, or how does all that work?
7: Uh, Sure. I'll speak to that briefly, and then we'll get back to our topic at hand. But um, we have a lot of committees that uh, can benefit from your participation, and uh, all of that is at acbnextgeneration.org. We have the Public Relations Committee, Fundraising Committee, And look out for our committee showcase, which we're having in uh, the month of August, I believe. So I know that's a while away, but um, look out for that. And uh, we would love to have you on uh, any one of our committees, either programs, public relations, fundraising, advocacy, or um, constitution and bylaws, membership, all great committees that we have. Uh, Publication yeah, cool. is another I'm one. trying
3: to unroll this hose. It's all cool. tangled up.
7: So, so. Can do what? Mommy, yep. So, thank uh, you so much. Thank you. And Matt, just so you know, you're unmuted. <laughs> He's not now.
2: I took okay. care
7: of it. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Back to regularly scheduled programming.
2: Any questions for our voting task force, you Can uh, raise your hands, and we can get those answered for you.
5: And the nice thing is you have that cheat sheet, which is what, 10, eight pages, Connie? Eight pages, yeah. It's <laughs> quite a cheat sheet, yeah but that does help. So going through that and it's got all the timelines in there and the voting timelines and yeah, the whole process yeah. that we talked about tonight, it's, it's an awful lot to go, to get used to, particularly if you haven't done it in a year.
4: Yeah. And if it, no, if anyone has questions, even afterwards and stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm available, you know, one-on-one calls. I do that quite often. So if, if people have questions, don't be afraid to um to reach out to me so we are we just
2: trust me um we've got a few hands raised uh marissa those kids are
4: waking up when they're we
2: got someone muted too and i'm gonna get that there we go marissa
8: thank you uh, all so much for uh coming and um giving us a presentation and um i just wanted to clarify something um when um i will be attending in person this year as a vkm uh first timer from 2020 and so when it's time to vote i can think
4: or say about him
8: so your question is the individual vote or are you talking about the affiliate
5: vote?
4: Uh, oh, sorry, the
8: individual vote. So um, is that going to be like um, say I'm say I'm at a convention sitting at a table and then I can grab my uh, phone, put my uh, headphones in and cast my vote by um, email?
5: Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I plan to do. Or if you've got a tablet or something like that, you can use that. And that'll be the individual vote will be two o'clock to six o'clock every afternoon.
8: Oh, wonderful. That's what that's what what so I that, wanted yeah, to know.
5: That gives you plenty of time. So you don't have to rush like we had to do last year. And or if you want to use the phone, you know, if you if you want to call in, you don't have to call in the first 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Cause that was giving us a fit last time. But yeah, so I think we've got playing. The other thing that is good is that. In the evening, as the affiliates meet, to go over who they want to vote for with the affiliate vote, they've got every evening to get together to be able to do that. And then, of course, those votes will be reported the next day. We also ran into a problem with that last year because we were doing individual votes and affiliate votes at the same time. And it was getting to be rather confusing and a little bit Conflicting people trying to figure out where they were supposed to be. So we've separated it out this year because we think that we're going to have uh, less ballots. We we expect to have 10 ballots this year. The big one, of course, as Jeff said, will be on the 13th, where you have a combination of resolutions and um, constitution and bylaws. And we'll just go through all of that.
8: Okay, great. Thank you very much for answering my question. Sure.
2: Wesley, you may mute.
6: Okay. Uh, I kind of wonder, are, the, are there going to be any uh, ballots cast during the convention or only chat time you're going to vote is going to be that week
5: afterwards? So you will have uh, voting during the week. Okay, we'll. You will have, yeah, you will have the votes for the five board positions and the three BOP positions on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But of course, if the the positions are not uh, contested, you'll just vote that person in by acclamation. But the contested ones will be held once a day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, okay.
6: Good. because I'm going to miss the votes afterwards because I'm headed off to another conference right after the... Uh,
5: oh, the 11, 12th, and 13th? Yeah. Yeah, so I had
6: head yeah. off right afterwards, and then during the time before the conference started, I probably could join some friends and hit Disney World. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, that's that speed, I don't want a chance to kind of sit down and vote, you know? And so it's like, mm-hmm. like that leads me out, you know, with the, those run around. And then another thing I want to know, I also belong to this other organization, which basically is kind of similar to ACB, but for people with albinism, you know, they do a lot of advocacy and give out information. And, uh, and the thing is, but when the condition of albinism is like, like some of the people that have it are legally blind. And so I'm just kind of wonder, is there a, can an organization like that, although it's a whole bit separate organization, can it have like an affiliate in the ACB and have an affiliate vote, or is that just not done? Um,
5: I can't say yes or no on that. I mean, uh, we have had albinists in our organization before. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of folks so that... Um, uh, so that, you know, they, they, we addressed issues as they came up. But certainly, you know, never say never, I think, on, on this sort of thing. So, you know, if you've got individuals that are interested in joining ACB and want to participate, we're happy to, uh, you know, we welcome all, all, all individuals.
6: Yeah, I just feel like if, if, if this organization was actually had an affiliate, in the uh, ACB, that means a word to get along in the organization and possibly attract more people than if i probably be attracted to join the ACB. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just kind of thought whether that could be done or whether it's strictly not, not its own, or it, really it cannot be its own organization. It has to be strictly, you know, just a, a group within ACB. It cannot be a whole separate organization on its own board and everything. So I just was kind of wondering about that.
5: It would, be, it would come under ACB. So it would come under ACB's um, you know, rules and regulations. Somebody from the outside, uh, a different, whole different organization, just couldn't come in and just be its own organization that had to follow ACB's you know, national rules, basically.
0: But yeah. there's nothing that precludes you from getting a group together. And if you meet with the requirements that ACB has for joining as an affiliate, and then the board votes to accept the affiliate there's nothing to preclude you from doing that
5: yeah absolutely not this was kind of wondering you know so that's how yeah that's how we got next gen what was that two two years ago yeah right they came in and they and they said you know we've got we've got unique needs we've got things we want to do we want to become our own affiliate and i think weren't they first a committee jeff yeah they first a committee and then they applied for affiliation and we said, go for it. A bunch of us need to retire, Jeff. Someday. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm but a know retiree's know,
5: affiliate.
6: Understand <laughs> that this organization can form a group and be its own affiliate, you know, mm-hmm. part of Albinism, you know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Can this group be a representation of this other external organization, you know, that is a whole standalone and with its board, directors, bylaws, and everything, its own conferences,
5: You'd you'd want to be you'd no. Wanna, I don't it,
0: see yeah. how that would work because no, that's a separate no. entity. It's a separate five hundred one c three. It does has yeah. its own governing body, uh-huh. so it cannot have like an affiliate
6: that represents it
5: in the in the council. Then basically, um, it wouldn't be. You can have an affiliate in the council, but the affiliate. Affiliate wouldn't be beholden to this other organization. Think of it also from the from the from the that organization's side. You bring in some people who want to discuss issues concerning blindness, and you know they come in as an affiliate. We can't be given orders to a separate organization that you have to do A B C D. They're going to look at us like who are you, right? Well, so it, it'd be the same back and forth. Yeah, but it's not to say that. Individuals can't join the organization, uh, form a committee, even form an affiliate, and get their issues addressed. Okay, I see what yeah. you're saying. Okay,
6: yeah. anyway, thank you for the uh, information.
5: Uh huh, great, thanks. You know, just
6: let you know about the voting where it's going to be going on after the convention. Like I can say I had the problem where. I had other plans made that's going to preclude me from doing that
5: voting. You know, of course, the the interesting thing is you get if you get your I don't know if you have an iPhone or an Android or something like that. Yeah. You can always do that voting just right from your phone. I get that. I, I understand. Yeah. Maybe I could. It's yeah. like at the other convention. I mean, you, if you, you wanted to,
6: around you know Disney World and all. And I, so I don't know.
5: Oh, that convention. Oh, I like that. There you go.
6: Yeah. So I don't know whether I would have time to really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get on the phone. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I could be in a line somewhere, and I could probably do it. But so I don't know. I, I guess. But to say those votes after the convention are those going to be like a long block of time to vote, like the two to six out, two to six p.m. time block to get the vote in, or Friday? So, a, what is late?
4: it?
5: Seven to. So.
4: Go ahead. So um, June the uh, July eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth. It's um four to eight p.m. central time so the individual vote will start at four central and then the affiliate vote will start approximately at seven thirty that night yeah so five
5: oh. to nine if you're at disney world
6: is it any any of those anytime during those blocks i can uh, log in and vote basically
4: yes
8: mm-hmm.
6: so it's not going to be like i go to this meeting and then it's going to be like okay let's vote and you know, they spend a few minutes for everybody to cast their ballots. No, you'll
4: no. have you'll you'll have time to vote.
6: So, like the you know four to you know seven, I have a chance to make during any time during that time I can vote, and the seven to eight, I can I can vote. You know, any time during that time.
0: Yes. And, oh, yeah. you, and And you can even vote if you haven't listened to any of the debate that's going on in those days. You just might not have listened to some of the debate, but you you will get the ballot as a yeah, member.
6: I won't be able to really hear like the debate and stuff. So yeah, like, yeah, but you'll
0: convention. still get the ballot.
6: The so major in the convention or something, maybe I can go ahead and base a vote on. So okay, just wonder, I yeah, I still know things going. I plan the big trip, and you know, I never really done this before. So I don't know, you know, I've been to Disneyland once when I was a kid, and it's still like a pretty busy situation, you know, and I, of course, that's way before cell phones, internet and everything. So I don't know how this would work. So, it, you know, it's really got to play by ear. So I'm not guarantee that I get my vote in.
0: Well, it's playing it by ear for all of us to a degree. So, you know, that's the way it is this year. But hey, thanks
6: for making it possible. I really appreciate it. And open this up for other people that aren't able to come to the convention.
5: That's the brave new world we're in: hybrid conventions and remote voting.
6: Okay, keep up the
5: good work. Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. Any other questions? Um. Did we thoroughly confuse everybody, Greg?
7: Okay, so I just wanted to encourage uh, people, and I don't know, I've had to take a couple breaks during this call, so I don't know if you've mentioned this, but um, I I want to encourage folks to avail themselves um, of the opportunities to um, look at the candidates' pages and um, you know, on the on the website, on the ACB website. And also, um, I just want to give a nod to Jeff Tom and the resolutions committee and say those meetings are a hoot. Um, and um, so if you want to come on and be a muted uh, participant, you can uh, come on and and participate, you know, just listen to those meetings or listen to those meetings on on ACB media, just in case, because I know last year I felt very uninformed about what I was voting about and opportunities like that. And perhaps there are other opportunities for people to avail themselves of that would um, help them you know, um, in the the voting process at convention. But the resolutions committee, I've learned, I've sat in on two or three meetings and I've learned a bunch. And uh, it's just a good opportunity to to learn how, what the committee does
0: and how they do it. So. Greg, you've not only sat in, you've participated and participated well. And and I'm going to add, you know, two of my hats are chairs of the advocacy steering and advocacy services committee. And I'm going to tell all of you that there's no, no way I would know half of what I have learned about the issues that impact ACB if I hadn't started many, many years ago on resolutions because that's where I picked up a lot of my knowledge too. So it's, right. and so is Pat. I and mean, Pat right. comes up every once in a while and shows up. And
5: yeah, and I, it's, it's I a learning experience. Right. I spend a lot of time just sitting there, like Jeff says, just sitting there, listening and absorbing. You get as much on the resolution, but you get even more on the debate because you're going to have pros and cons and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's great to be able, to, and in, in all kinds of areas that I have no expertise in. And you get people that are passionate about these areas, a great way to learn.
0: And the advantage of this new hybrid format is that because we're gonna be starting so much earlier and it happened last year, we have far more people involved in the resolutions committee process than we have ever had under the way we used to operate so this is an unintended but very positive consequence you mean our meetings have started at 11 o'clock at night
5: and end at three in the morning Ken? well that's an even better consequence
0: <laughs> yes I will, I will this is the first time i'll be in a long time i'll ever be able to go to a convention and have the nightlife to do what i want
7: plus plus you may be able to find out the golden state warrior score in the in the process well i do
0: yes and i do uh shirk my duties occasionally to find out the golden state warriors score
5: <laughs> i just hope they uh, celtics can beat them no we don't want that no no <laughs> <laughs> the celtics first need to beat the heat so there we go
4: any other hands kristen or any other questions
2: hi don't see any hands, but I might jinx
4: it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh. There you go. Wesley.
6: In many these debates, so that those debates are be happening on July twelfth and thirteenth, right at the same days you're gonna be doing the uh, uh voting.
0: No debate on the thirteenth. Okay, on but there'll be some on the twelfth. and and maybe debate on the 12th it's possible there won't be debate on the 12th either unless um there are there will be debate on the 11th in fact no i guess there's no debate on the 12th either it's just the 11th sorry about that where there will be debate okay the 11th it's going to have the debate so i'll be hanging around landle
6: then
5: and and i think the uh and i think that the Constitution and bylaws uh, amendments that we're seeing are kind of simple ones this year that kind of bring it into uh, up to speed with um, you know the current uh, environment that we're in you know we're getting things out of the Constitution and bylaws that are um, you know would deal with mail deal with you know 14 day notice and stuff like that so try to bring it up to uh, uh, 2022 as opposed to 2005 uh, I got gotcha.
6: Yeah, it's just on the 11th. That's okay. I'm nothing going then. plan that day, but at the same time, I want to let the day open. If I hang up with some friends, we want to hang around Disney Springs or whatever, you know, and it just needs to uh, need a rest day to kind of recover from the Omaha convention. So uh, I don't know if I would be able to do the debate then or not either, because like those days are my fun day between the convention, and the conference, you know, the 10th, 11 13th, so.
0: <laughs> well, we hope we've given you a, a snapshot of how things are going to be in a month and a half and, and starting in a month even. So, you know.
4: you know it's a lot to digest you know like jeff had the jeff had the hardest part explaining all of that but i think the rest of it's going to be easy but but we're always available if you guys ever have any other questions or
5: oh, you want comments us, you want us back or anything like that but i think i think yeah i think it's going to work out okay I, we've uh the committees are working constitution and bylaws and uh resolutions are working so we're just getting our products in order and we should be good to go so what do you think Matt are we good I don't know if you had uh, other stuff on your agenda that you want to get through
0: with us hey uh, for those in, in Omaha for those in Omaha there's going to be a mixer with nextgen cclv I and. The there's Alliance Aging and a- Vision Loss. So I'm president. There's one
2: with the ACB students, too. Oh, you there's, got
0: another one? Wow, we've
2: got, right. we've got mixers galore, but um, okay. and, and actually, Cassie, if people are curious, Cassie's a convention co chair, I'm on convention, and, and she can talk about some of that stuff. Um, Definitely
1: yeah we're we're super excited we have i think we have five events i know that virtual weekend we're going to have a pep rally along with acb students to get people excited for convention um, and we're going to have connie back she's going to be on our panelists for our self-care is health care panel um connie less connie leslie and terry um and then we're going to have a um oh mel would kill me i always forget the name of it it's um an elevate yourself panel that's going to have um Pam... with ivy ivy, with that's ivy it and
2: the employment committee
1: yes so it's going to kind of be how to um sell yourself i think that's what it is um and then yeah we've got so many other we've got our next gen meet and greet and we have a friday night mixer with students um So yeah, and you know, for our next-gen members, you know, convention is, uh, registration is open right now. So when you do your registration, make sure you register for next-gen because the first, sorry, (laughs) she never gets loud until I start talking. Um, So if you register for next-gen, You are going, the first 75 people are going to get a swag bag, um, and those are going to be super awesome. I will be putting those together and shipping them to Omaha. um, So that's going to be fun. Um, And like Connie mentioned earlier, registration ends June 20th. Um, If you do decide to wait to register until it opens again on June 30th, there will be an extra $10 added to that. So you want to get registered before June 20th. Um, but if, if any of our members or anyone has any questions about, um, convention or our programs, yeah, I'd be happy to,
2: to answer those. Oh, not to mention, if you register with NextGen, you can be entered to win some pretty sweet door prizes too.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got, our list is growing, um. So, yeah, I know we're going to be giving out at least one door prize for each of our events. So you want to make sure you get registered and and listen to your name, because, yeah, we we've got some some pretty nice door prizes lined up for for this convention. So.
3: And Cassie, if I could butt in with a little announcement, too. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah. So just as a friendly reminder and there will be reminders about this going on as well but if you need assistance attending convention uh, we are helping folks to uh, to uh, cover the 35 dollar registration fee uh, we do have spots for 11 acb next generation members and all that we ask in return is that you show up to the saturday night live in july and tell us about your experiences it was a know a few a few paragraphs on on what that on that experience and kind of that convention so um, again just check the email list and the various social media channels for that announcement so
1: awesome thanks matt yeah that's i think that's really something cool that we can offer our membership if they need some assistance getting to getting their registration paid for for convention um, so that's, that's really a cool thing to offer. So do we have, Kristen, do we have any other announcements?
2: Um, not that I know of, cause not that I know of at this time, unless there's something that, that I'm missing. Um, I don't know.
1: I know we'll have um, June 21st is going to be our next um, next generation monthly education. We do not currently have a topic, but watch your emails and the community call us for that. And then our June Saturday Night Live is going to be the virtual weekend of convention on June 25th. And like I mentioned earlier, that will be our pep rally. Um, So we're excited about that to get people excited for convention. Um, so much fun stuff going on. I hate I'm gonna miss it. I will be virtual holding down the fort behind the scenes for next gen. Um, but I know my co-chair Mel is gonna be there um, and lots of, lots of fun stuff going on. Um, so yeah, I think if there's nothing else, we might be good to go. Thank you again to Voting Task Force um, for showing up and giving us some good information. Um, and I know I think um, Amanda, our president, said that she was going to send that cheat sheet, <laughs> the very long cheat sheet, um, out to membership again tomorrow. So if you missed that first email, um, look for, keep an eye out. Um, I think tomorrow um, she's going to get that sent back out to membership. Um, and, of course, if you guys have any questions, you guys can contact um, the Voting Task Force. I know Matt would be happy to answer questions um, or Connie or Jeff or Pat. Um, Thanks again to you guys for taking time out this evening on a holiday weekend to to hang out with us and and give us some good info.
0: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having us.